Disney Vibes Podcast. Talking insider tips, tricks, and pixie dust. For the most magical place on earth, here's Andrew and Heather. Oh, it's been a long time. Indeed it has. It's been a very long time. Welcome to episode number nine of the Disney Vibes Podcast for the week of December 31st, 2021. The last day of 2021. And yes, it's been a long time. And we'll get to that. We will talk about why it's been delayed uh, and we've been on a hiatus uh, in a little bit. But uh, obviously, if you like our content, it is brought to you by Magical Destinations Travel. Find us on the web at bookmdtravel.com. One of our magical agents will be with you to assist you in planning your upcoming magical vacation. There's no obligation for a free quote and no cost to you ever. Uh, you can also always download the Disney Vibes podcast wherever you get your podcast from. If you like the content, help us out, provide feedback and a rating as well. We greatly appreciate your support. So we have been on a hiatus. We know it's been a long time and we sincerely apologize. Obviously, the holidays is not an excuse. Uh, it does make things a little bit more chaotic. Uh, but besides that, I uh, I became ill. So that kind of threw a monkey wrench into our plans. And uh, Heather was super mom, Wonder Woman, uh, <laughs> uh, because I had to isolate. So it's been, it's been crazy, you know? I mean, uh, we had all these different uh, show notes and episodes ready to go. And then uh, things just kind of give you, a, you know, uh, a punch in the stomach and a gut check, and it was just been wild. So we apologize for the delay. Yeah. So I mean, the one thing that did come out of it is that you know we've had a couple of our friends actually go down to Disney and then be able to report back to us. So those are definitely some things that we can share. Yeah, uh, I know with we firsthand accounts of being there since we were there this past summer. Correct. And we were supposed there was a couple agents. There's still two down there currently now celebrating right. uh the holidays and New Year's. Um the one agent who went over Thanksgiving break again, that's when, you know, it really was at its uh, you know, its peak with our craziness with our house with being ill and everything. So um, again, our apologies for that, but we do have a lot of Intel, uh, as Heather had mentioned in regards to what's been going on in Disney and we're kind of going to recap everything, uh, you know, talking about that, but there is some exciting news first that Heather is going to share. Yes, for sure. So, um, we know that there are some of you because we were like this that are interested in wanting to learn more about what it is to you know become a travel agent specializing in disney um you know we talked a lot about it before we actually went through with this venture and we are inviting anyone who feels that maybe they could be interested in learning more about becoming an agent specializing in any of the Disney properties, please feel free to contact us, whether that's via email, through our website, bookmdtravel.com, or on any of our socials, and just let us know, hey, you know, I'm, I'm kind of interested, and we can give you, we're going to invite you to an informational session where we will explain, Andrew and I will both be there, it'll be virtually, um, but we will explain, you know, what it is that you can do, the perks that come with it, because there are perks, and just a requirement to be part of the Magical Destinations team. So it's definitely something that Andrew and I have talked about, and we're like, you know what, let's do it, because honestly, people, the people that are here 
love Disney and chances are you're that person that everyone goes to because you love Disney. So why not sit here and, you know, maybe earn a little bit more or get some really great perks for your next Disney trip. So, right? Yeah, 100%. 1,000%. You know, it comes out of it that you're already probably helping friends and family members because right. if you're a Disney fan or a Disney fanatic, you're, you know, they're asking you for tips and tricks if you've been there or if you're just uh, someone who reads the blogs and follows along with everything Disney, why not uh, make it, uh, it part of your lifestyle and perhaps earn some benefits and some extra money. Well, it can't hurt. So we're definitely looking to expand the team in 2022. Um, and that is one of our goals that we have set uh, for the uh, upcoming year. It was a uh, a good year. And there's a lot of pent-up demand to travel. So it, it may be the Indeed. right platform, the right avenue, the right time to get involved. So uh, obviously, Heather told you how to reach out. And she'll, of course, talk about the socials at the end. Um, I do want to just hit a little news that uh, that has happened. A lot, a lot has happened. But um, as far as ears, what's happening? You know, we we had mentioned about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Uh, it is now set. We do have Summer Twenty Two. It'll be opening uh, at Epcot, and I am super excited about this. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, movies, and. It's just great that it goes backwards. So, um, you know, I love the mixtape, but uh, they did announce uh, at Destination D23, Josh Tomorrow revealed that Guardians of the Galaxy will open summer 22 at Epcot as part of the Walt Disney World Resort 50th anniversary celebration. So definitely looking forward to that. Do recap and review the movies, um, but it's very exciting uh, that that is happening. I'm, I'm excited to go on that. Uh, Heather, anything to add about that? Well, I will just be like some of you out there that have to really recap that movie. <laughs> <coughs> I do know how it kind of goes. I know there's the green girl. Did you ever finish watching them? No, I haven't. And I know Bradley That's Gamora. Cooper. Bradley Cooper's the voice of the raccoon. Rocket. And Vin Diesel's uh, Groot. Groot. There like, you he go. He doesn't even talk, so like I don't get it. I am Groot. Like, yeah. Um, so you have... Rocket, Groot, Gamora, Drax, Star-Lord. I, I, I don't know what you're saying to me. <laughs> and then there's the guy that wants the jewels. Or is that, that's the end game. No, that's end game. Sorry. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Yeah, okay, so I need a refresher. Put her out to pasture with that one. She <laughs> is in the wrong refresher. one. But anyways, uh, it's going to be definitely cool. There's a lot. Uh, we'll put it in the show notes of what is uh, coming. Um, and it is as part of their 18-month celebration. We do know it will be opening in the summer. Now, again, summer, could it be mm -hmm. May? Could it be July, August? Who knows? Um, I would say my gut would be, uh, if I look at trends in the past, it would probably be about June or so, uh, because typically that's when the official summer season, when all schools across the, uh, the U.S. Mm -hmm. are completely out, I would say. But again, construction timelines, things can get shut down and are obviously subject to change. We do not have an update on the uh, the timeline for Tron Light Cycle opening at Magic Kingdom yet. So uh, stay tuned. Hopefully that will be in 2022 as well. But we do not have any uh, official word on that. So talking about uh, Destination D23, which is the big announcements they talked uh, about new and returning live entertainment coming to the Walt Disney World Resort throughout the entire anniversary celebration. 
And remember, it kicked off October 1st. It's lasting 18 months. So there's a lot of fun things coming up. Uh, they have the live entertainment experiences coming back uh, during this, and some are new additions and enhancements. Uh, we did know that they were reimagining uh, Finding Nemo the Musical at Animal Kingdom Theme Park. Uh, so regarding that, it's going to be, you know, Finding Nemo the Big Blue and Beyond. Uh, it's kind of... The show is set in the timeline of the movie of Finding Dory. So definitely twisting things up, and uh, it's going to be fun uh, in that regard. Uh, Fantasmic, which has been closed down at Hollywood Studios. Uh, Josh Tomorrow, uh, who is the chairman of Disney Parks Experiences and Products, did announce that that will be returning to Hollywood Studios in 2022. Um, so that will be exciting. It's going to have uh, an all-new sequence featuring live performers, stunts, special effects, and more. And that's always been a... Uh, a crowd pleaser at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, I remember going, I, it was years ago, I want to say. Um, and it's definitely something you want to make sure that you're there and you get your tickets and it's, it's right. definitely a sight to see. Yeah, they did. They used to have like the Fantasmic dining package or dessert package. Mm, and right. obviously dining plans and everything have not uh, come back as of yet. So... Uh, they did announce that the Disney on Broadway concert series, along with the 2022 Epcot International Festival of the Arts, uh, which will kick off January 14th through February 21st. So that is uh, happening. And uh, what else they got? Uh, the live entertainment back to the Cinderella Castle stage mm. uh, with a whole new enhanced 50th anniversary celebration, Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair. So uh, that'll be there. They'll have sequences in that inspired by Frozen, Tangled, Princess and Frog, and a new opening and a new finale with Mickey Mouse and all his friends in their iridescent fashions. I uh, love it. I and love an all-new song, you know, so where the magic feels like home. Uh, so Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair, uh, definitely going to be a wonderful addition to their live entertainment lineup for the 50th anniversary celebration. They do have their cavalcade still. Right. Or, so uh, the Adventure Friends Cavalcade, uh, that's kind of what kind of bridged between regular live entertainment uh, since they reopened uh, since the pandemic, uh, you know, and all those uh, travel parade routes at Magic Kingdom Park. They've been very popular. It's cool because you're just walking through the park and all of a sudden, hey, there's everybody. Right. And I do feel that even during the, well, when we were there and even now during the pandemic, that's still an opportunity for you to see the characters, although we're Without not full blown. Exactly. Without the weight or the full-blown like character experience. So you can still get that from a distance. Um, and yes, I did cry as we walked into the Magic Kingdom. First time we went this past year and there was a travel a cavalcade right in front of us. It had the, the princesses on it and I bawled. End of story. Yeah, that sums it up. <laughs> they, uh, but the Mickey Celebration Cavalcade uh, debuted October 1st and now it's the Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade. It's going to have... Um, uh, all the, a lot of the characters that are currently going on, also Nick and Judy from Zootopia, Baloo and King Louie from The Jungle Book, uh, they're going to have the three Caballeros, Miguel from Coco, uh, Meridia, Moana, The Incredibles, many, many more. So that's cool. And uh, there are, the Festival of Fantasy Parade will be uh, returning in early 2022. Uh, and that's always fun because it's got all the uh, Disney characters and stories with the Disney Princess Garden, uh, all the way to Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse uh, at the end. And, of course, don't forget, they do have um, all their the experiences that they launched with the kickoff at the 50th anniversary celebration, the Kite Tales, which has got some mixed reviews. I do um, want to see that, though. 
I don't, I don't know. It just, mm. it, no, I, you got to. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. I mean, yeah, obviously as part of our job, we'll have to go check it out. Um, how long will last? We'll see. <laughs> but uh, Harmonious and obviously Disney Enchantment. And then they did have, uh, and it is open now because one of our agents actually just sent me a picture yesterday. Mm. Uh, Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular is back as well. Back. So the nice thing is the live entertainment's br- uh, coming back and it means more people are getting back to work, more cast members. Um, right. So that's, that's, that's great. Um, I did want to uh, reference, you know, pretty much the biggest Disney World news of 2021. So uh, if you don't follow uh, Tom Bricker, um, he writes on Disney Tourist blog, and he he's just, he, I, love, I love his blog. But he basically is reviewing and recapping the 10 most popular Walt Disney World news stories of 2021. So, yeah, they're the most popular, but they're also the least popular because, uh, obviously, readers' reactions and sentiment, um, but these were the most read because mm-hmm. they were... The uh, most impacted, I feel like, you know, something right. that things have been going on for years, and now all of a sudden it's coming to an end. Yeah, yeah. And, unfortunately, you know, they're trying to change, and we know that they lost billions and billions of dollars. But right. it was a, ba- uh, a bounce-back year for Walt Disney World, and... Clearly one of transition, and it started out slow. 2021, you know, had a winter offseason before things, you know, kicked into that high gear, as we mentioned, that pent-up demand uh, resulted in a lot of people going to the parks in the spring and the summer. And obviously it just continued and kind of erupted for the fall and the holiday season and with the kickoff month of the 50th anniversary uh, being quieter than anticipated. What are you doing? I'm sorry, folks. Like... Okay, so we have a really legit setup right now, and I was trying to figure out there's an on-off button for me. No, there's right. no on-off button for you, okay? I well, wish I had not. a film of that. She's, like, ra- wrapping her head around a microphone, and I'm like, she's looking and looking, and it's like, what are you doing? All right, all right, all right. I'm <sighs> sorry. Lost my train of thought. <laughs> totally just screwed me up. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, this is what I deal with. Uh, but anyways... Uh, Walt Disney World has been working to restore normalcy and bring back closed. There are still some resorts closed, which we'll talk about. Mm. Not many, uh, but restaurants, entertainment, as we mentioned, and all. There's a lot of unpredictable uh, environment that we're in now as we're seeing, unfortunately, things kind of, you know, skyrocket again with cases and everything. But uh, hopefully things will subside and and there will be a sense of normalcy uh, throughout 2022. Um, But... Let's talk about the first thing, which uh, officially ends tonight. If you are uh, going to Disney World uh, and you're getting there today, you're good. But if you arrive tomorrow, oops, sorry, uh, unfortunately not. Disney's Magical Express ends. That was the bombshell announcement uh, that it's retired in 2022. That was the first big news of the year. And, and we didn't understand. It was perplexing and misguiding. And we figured, ah, oh, there's got to be a replacement. And... There may be with that high-speed train that they keep mentioning, but that's four or five years away. But other than that, there's no replacement. There was not. So fans are still trying to say and grapple with the end of that, saying, well, what what am I going to do? Right, right. What am I going to do? And there are some things out there. We're putting uh, information together for all of our clients as far as what you can do to get from point A to point B. To get, you know, yeah, you could rent a car, but really do you want to do that? So ride-sharing has really increased uh, you know, where people did not want to wait on the lines for the Magical Express anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's very easy to, hey, grab an Uber, grab a Lyft, whichever, and then, you know, get a ride straight to your resort. 
and privately pretty much because it was just you guys. So uh, I think that kind of took a hit, even though it was free, uh, right. Magical Express. You know, people were just looking at time. They didn't want to wait on those lines, check in, wait for their bus. Yeah, no, I could definitely remember there were times in which we had to wait. I would say when we got to the airport, got to, you know, our assigned bus line, a good half hour, even to an hour just waiting. And then that doesn't even mean that you go on, it's probably almost an hour bus ride. A little less. Maybe 40 minutes. Yeah, but but it depends on how many resorts you're going to. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you have to, you know, you're at the liberty of stopping at X, Y, and Z. Right, because one bus was not going to one resort. It wasn't one for every resort. Right. So, but I mean, there are, there's, was it Myers? Is that another one that they're... Oh man, Mears. Mears. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mears is a another company that they that I heard. Well, they were running it anyways, but it, it, it's yes, it they were the bus transport company. Okay. Um, but Disney, I think, was just subcontracting them. Oh, okay. So now it's not Disney's Magical Express. It's right. Mears, whatever. I don't even know what it's called. Right. Um, to be honest with you. Um, I'm still not sold on on it yet. Mm-hmm. Like you know the the pricing and all that's coming out now. Right. Um, and I'm waiting to see what, how it all goes down and, and, and to kind of do a comparison. So, um, but in that same announcement as they, uh, ended, uh, and sunset Disney's Magic Express, they did reveal that extra magic hours will be replaced by a 30 minute early entry in the same announcement. So no longer do you have the transportation, but you also then lost your extra magic hours, uh, after, you know, uh, which extended the park to now early entry in the same announcement. Now, on a previous episode, we did talk that 30 minutes is monumental, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you go to uh, Hollywood Studios. We gave an example. You get in, and, you know, the 30 minutes is really more than 30 minutes because it's not like, okay, if the park's opening at 9, you can now get there at 8.30 because you're staying on site. Um, they would open, like, the main street, the main drag, everything, Sunset Boulevard, wherever you were going, <laughs> That would already be open, and then it would be they'd open the lands at that 30 minutes right. early. So if you get all the way down towards Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which now, uh, you know, you want to get back there, you can, you know, get back there pretty quickly. quickly. Not at not entering the park at this right. 30 and minutes before. I know it's 30 minutes, but it's it enough. seems like it's been more like they've been opening it even earlier. Right. So, um uh, ABC did a Good Morning America about their major sneak peek of Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary and, and talked about it being an 18-month celebration featuring the Beacons of Magic and character costumes and more. Uh, a lot of the fans, uh, it was pretty much just a, a very vague preview, um, and it, we didn't know anything about fireworks and other entertainment, which we now know that there's a lot more that has come out. Right. Um, but that, was, that wasn't a, a good hype, uh, a hype job. It was so. very, you know, it was disappointing because... You expect Disney to have all these things. But again, like we're operating through a pandemic, so they didn't even know what they could do. So it was almost like, what? Uh, uh, but right. not really. And we love Disney. Don't right. don't get us wrong, but we do have to talk about the good and the bad because otherwise we wouldn't be doing justice for, for you guys. Totally. You know, uh, we can't make things, not everything's sunshine and rainbows. Right. So, um, you know, that, that was something that was disheartening in that regard. Another thing was the Magic Mobile Service. So that's their new contactless way to use features like your theme park entry through iPhone and Apple watches and other smart devices. And that was a big story early on. And the angle for most of the fans was we lost free magic bands, right? So the free magic bands are gone. So now you had to pay for it. Now you buy a magic band it probably lasts four or five years with that chip. There's no doubt about it. However, 
people didn't, you know, they just wanted a magic band because it was, especially for the kids, the little ones. That our was the boys, thing. Our well, boys, our kids in general love them. They have personalized ones. Um, and that's their thing. Our little man was so proud to get up out of his stroller and tap in his entry to come into the parks. Right. Um, so I do. And here's another thing. I always felt they were so crucial when you have kids because God forbid you lose a child. P.S. We did lose one one time. <laughs> we um, not we. Oh, come on now. Anyways, anyway. So and. I've always told them if something were to happen, go to a cast member right. and at least they could scan right. their band so they can help figure out where to contact them, uh, right. you know, parents or whatever. But yeah, and, and kids aren't going to have, depending upon their ages, iPhones and Apple Watches and other smart devices right. anyway. So, um, you know the 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 removal of the free magic bands where you, and that was just a great package to get in the mail oh, yeah. as well. You know, totally. So I mean, Walt Disney World did directly address it, and they're not replacing magic bands, which we were afraid of, and mm -hmm. you know, because now they're just making money off them. Let's right. be honest. So um, I wouldn't say it's as big of a story now that we know they aren't replacing them. But let's be honest, the Magic Mobile does not work reliably right now. Uh, people buying into it, the uptake of it's been very. Very low and, you know, subsequent news that we've received about Magic Bands with special editions for the 50th anniversary. It's kind of put all that speculation that they were completely phasing them out. It's been put to rest. So um, one thing that we always uh, attended to was Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And the price went up. And it wasn't called Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party anymore. So they called it an after-hours boobash mm -hmm. this year. And they also uh, replaced... Um, Mickey's uh, uh, very, very merry, merry Christmas, Christmas party. So these after hours events, you know, they had the merriest after hours. They had the after hours boo bash, you know, those extra uh, hard ticket events to replace them kind of blindsided us. Uh, some people were disappointed by the lack of entertainment, the later hours. I know that was a, a deal breaker for us. We did not want to go to the parks 930 to 1230 and then try to get up the next day. Right. You know, and that was the hours. When you had Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, uh, we used to, I think it was the early access was 2 o'clock, or it was 4 o'clock, I think, was the normal, Yeah. you know, for, for the for thing. So they shut the park down, and mm -hmm. then it was a hard-ticketed event. So they've changed it, you know, and then, you know, the pricing came out. But here's the thing, okay? They sold out. Oh, yeah, so the demand. Get the it. demand's there. Yeah. So what? what's... As fans, you can't complain. No. So they they sold out, and they'll do them again. Um, and you know the entertainment I think got a a little a little better. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I don't know if it's a permanent replacement, um, but it could be. I, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I mean, playing devil's advocate here, you're also looking at the fact that you don't have all of your employment, or maybe you are starting to well, bring them all in. Well, cast members, right. You know, right. exactly. Yeah, so, they found other jobs. And we're still to. navigating through a pandemic. Why do you bring that up? Uh, well, I, but I'm just saying, like, you know, I understand that a lot of these things are disappointing, but, you know, business perspective. Like, right, they lost billions. Like, you have to be able to do what you need to do, and they will get there. Disney will make it up 110%. And 2022 is called 2022. Let's hope it doesn't. No, I'm not. No, Miss Positivity <laughs> over here is not accepting that. No way. So speaking, Space 220, 
Uh, that's no longer stuck in orbit after years and years of delays. That launched at Epcot uh, just in time for the mm. kickoff with the 50th anniversary. Sounds cool. Um, the, the menus were out. We talked about them. Uh, you know, and I, I think just the overall, um, what's the word I'm looking Ambience. for? Yeah, no. but uh, the overall Experience. just change of uh, and, and redesign of Epcot is going to be cool. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, prices depends on, you know, again, if the demand's there, they're going to pay it. So, um, but again, it looks, it looks good. This was a big one that people are still, they don't quite, uh, they're not quite able to grasp that free fast pass has ended. And we did a bunch of episodes on this, uh, but it's permanently retired uh, free fast pass. And now it's replaced with the paid alternatives of Genie Plus and individual lightning lanes for uh, individual attractions. And it's a lot to keep up on because not so much the Genie Plus part. So Genie is free, which is your tip board, which we talked about. And it gives you, okay, you choose what the most important things are to you. And it kind of, you know, spits out an itinerary for you to follow for that day. Um, then Genie Plus is the paid one where you get to go on the lightning lanes for pretty much all the rides except for two per park, which is subject to change. So, for example, right now, if I think of uh, Magic Kingdom, it is uh, Space Mountain and Seven Dwarf Mine Train. Those are not included in Genie Plus. Genie Plus is roughly about $15 a day and <laughs> plus tax. And uh, and then, you know, you would get... To, lightning lanes on every other ride with throughout the park. So again, depending upon time of year you go, uh, attendance levels, it may be valuable. As we said, the the biggest value for Genie Plus uh, is in fact for Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. And then obviously individual lightning lanes, those select inv individual attractions are subject to change. Uh, and for example, uh, I believe Galaxy's they already have Edge. already. Since. Yeah, something changed, right? And I think they're also starting to think about, um, you know, uh, specifically at Epcot, I'm going to assume that Guardians of the Galaxy will be one of them. Instead this is of, just me. Instead of Frozen or... What's well, the, what's so Ratatouille right now is, is the virtual queue. So I'm thinking that... Um, I, I do think that it will be... Guardians of the Galaxy will be a paid individual lightning lane. I agree. Um, and I'm assuming that it's going to be um, uh, Ratatouille. Yes. I don't know if they'll continue the virtual queue for that throughout. Mm. Um, and then that would make Frozen back into the pool. Right. But again, this could change monthly, whichever. And again, the cost for those individual lightning lanes varies. So Star Wars, it's like 15 bucks per rider uh, to go on it. Meanwhile, like Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Rail at Hollywood Studios, I think was like $9. Right. And then just um, for, as an FYI, one of our agents was just down there, or actually still is down there. He was able to get on the standby line for um, Star Wars uh, Galaxy's Edge. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, late at night. Yeah, later at night. So again, like it all Rise of the really, Resistance. Thank you. All yeah. just really depends on your approach, I guess. Right, and a lot of people are comparing it to Universal and Max Pass, and if you stay at one of the higher-tiered hotels, Max Pass comes with it for free. So, right. again, this is constantly evolving. As a marketing thing, Disney could change things, but right now, the demand's there. Why would they, you know, in, in all actuality? So, another thing that did come back was annual passes return. So, that was uh, something. We did do a, a whole episode on it. So, uh, they did return. I will say they've already stopped selling annual passes, though. 
uh, at this time. So, again, you can uh, refer back to the previous episode uh, regarding that. Um, and we talked about the pros and cons with the annual passes. Rise of the Resistance, the virtual queue ended. Uh, that was definitely a dominant story and source of frustration. I mean, we we had the experience where we went three times, Heather? I think it was twice, but we I think it was twice third. we got the third one, right. right? Yeah, because, you know, what it was is you would get up at 7 a.m. a little before, and you would get into the virtual queue and get your, your return time, which is just great because then you could plan your day kind of around that because um, there was no fast pass, so it was nice in that regard. So we'll see how the Lightning Lane with virtual queue mixed together works. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps that's what they're going to use for Guardians of the Galaxy, the virtual queue. And then, uh, you know, Remy would still be an individual lightning lane. We'll see. But when that virtual queue ended, it was nice because we were able to get on it twice. And then one time in the park after 1 o'clock after entry, you were able to get it. And it was later on at night. And then we ended up just not not going because it was late. Um, and, we didn't, and we'd already experienced it. If not, you know, we could plan it out where then you could get it again. So that was definitely something. I mean, we know that Rise went down a lot. Um, but you know, they had bigger problems, but the virtual queue, uh, you know, it, it was, there was mixed responses, skeptical at first of the timing. Um, but it did, uh, you know, definitely, uh, you know, sell out instantaneously, you know, at 7am, uh, and it, it did work out well. So uh, where it's going from here, nobody knows. Know. We'll see. I mean, right now it is on individual, uh, lightning range. Uh, lightning lane for uh, purchase. Uh, there was a new lounge at Epcot. Um, you know, people did uh, like the Florida Blue Lounge uh, was located between uh, or Norway's Akershus Royal Banquet Hall uh, during the Epcot Food and Wine Festival. That was the hidden gem of the event, free snacks and drinks. Uh, and it was a hidden gem because it was uncrowded. There was not a lot of people there. So um, the lounge was there. It didn't move the needle too much, um, but it was it was it was enjoyable. You know, they had some stuff. Uh, They also mentioned Magic Band Plus, which I haven't heard much about recently. No, I haven't either. Um, No, I I, I do understand, like, the lights on your, you know, that it automatically lights up. It's like... And and if you go to certain... Distracting. Well, I think if... I think when there's certain events going on in the park, it'll, like... do the lighting coordination too? <laughs> I guess I I don't know. I mean, there's gonna be growing pains for that. I'm optimistic, you know, that it it'll enhance the experience with Magic Bands, and I feel like it's something that's not going to make Magic Bands go away, as we had mentioned previously. So, right, it could be Disney laying the groundwork uh, here for something that could be pretty cool in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, they're ahead of the game with that. Um, other than that, I think I think we can say that we're pretty optimistic for uh, 2022 at Walt Disney World. It's been a rough couple of years, uh, you know, for the parks. A lot of a lot of changes that undeniably people were upset about, and and rightfully so. Um, but again, we do keep in our mindset what this entire world has been going through. Well, here's I just saw um, yesterday, and I believe today, Magic Kingdom has hit is hit its capacity. So it's selling out. So therefore, Which is, there, again, the demand is there. People want to go. I want to go. I want to go yesterday. I will go tomorrow. You know. So although there's changes, there it's not. They're not seeing well the supply least. and demand. The demand's there, and that's right. why we mentioned. You know, now's the time if you want to. You know, uh, entertain the idea of seeing what we do uh, as far as uh, being a. Um, a, a travel agent specializing oh, gotcha. in Disney. Um, 
you know, Disney places, you know, it's definitely something that, you know, we mentioned because that pent up demand is there. And I think, you know, this was the pandemic gave Disney uh, the opportunity to kind Mm -hmm. of take a step back and say, how can we redo things, reimagine things to make a better experience? I think that's their end goal. Now, some of the things I don't think have led that, and these are some growing pains, but they're turning the corner, you know, bringing more entertainment back. Things are starting to uh, improve. And I get it. We don't like change or we only want change that's going to benefit us. I understand that. So I think that we're optimistic. Absolutely. That everything that starts to settle down, more operational normalcy will resume. A lot of these problems will work their kinks out. There'll be more cast members, um, you know, but I'm confident that things can only be more upbeat and positive, but we'll see, you know, we'll see. So that's pretty much a recap. Uh, Heather, do you have anything else to mention for uh, the long awaited episode number nine? Uh, We do uh, apologize again to everybody uh, for the hiatus. Um, No, just thank you for your understanding. And please know that you can always find us on all of our socials, Magical Destinations Travel Co. on Instagram, Magical Destinations Travel on Facebook, Magical Destinations Travel on Twitter. And we try to go ahead and post updates. And we actually, um, on our latest uh, Instagram reel, we posted our latest trip. Well, a year in review of our trip. 2021, right. Yep. The website's bookmdtravel.com. Live life. Do what makes you happy. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. And let the Disney vibes flow. Bye. Find Disney vibes for all your vacation needs on the web at bookmdtravel.com.